Hello and welcome. This is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive, and you're tuned in to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2020. This is the 30-day span of time between June 20th and July 22nd. To get the best information from your horoscope, I always recommend listening for both your sun and your rising signs. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you'd like to learn more about cancer season and its astrology, please join me on June 21st for a live online ritual. We'll work with the astrology of the upcoming month and the powerful new moon and solar eclipse that occurs as cancer season begins. I'll also be offering a full moon lunar attunement on July 5th with special guest Ramon Gabrieloff Parrish, and we'll be exploring the astrological symbolism of uprising, social change, and transformative justice. Find more information and register at embodiedastrology.com. For day-to-day astrological guidance, check out my extended forecasts and month-ahead calendar, where I give you daily embodied prompts for working with planetary aspects and lunar cycles. Subscriptions to the month-ahead offerings are available by donation at any amount. If this work is helpful for you, the best way to support it is to share it with your friends and through your networks and to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes Podcasts. Your one-time and recurring financial donations are also so appreciated and essential in sustaining the production of this work. Hello Capricorn, welcome. This is your audio horoscope for cancer season in 2020. So cancer season this year is a powerful season. There's a lot that's going on. Um, There are two eclipses and Mercury is retrograde in cancer. Venus will turn direct in Gemini. Mars will enter Aries and there are a couple of really powerful planetary aspects happening in your sign in Capricorn um, in the next 30 days. So I'm going to do my best to describe what I'm feeling coming through the chart in the language of sensation, relate these sensations to the areas in the chart and um, their associations to areas of your life. But please listen through the lens of your own intuition and um, listen for what resonates, make it make sense for you, take what works and leave the rest. Um, so cancer is your opposite sign and in the language of astrology, the opposite sign to whatever it is that you identify with always takes the place of the other. So we have, uh, the projected other here, how you come into relationship, the kinds of commitments and agreements that you make, uh, in relationships and to be in them, the kinds of people that you attract and the ways that you are, um, attracting in the world, kind of what you're putting out, what you're, again, what you're projecting. So we can project on anyone, right? We can come into relationship with people for five seconds or 15 minutes, but this is definitely a part of the chart that relates to important others and specifically your partners. So your spouses, your life partners, um, any, uh, you know, romantic partners that you are with for a considerable amount of time, um, good friends, you know, the kinds of friends who you, you move through life with for a while that you have to negotiate the terms of your relationship with, uh, potentially multiple times, um, business partners, any other collaborators who, you know, you, you're figuring it out with them. This is also where we come into relationship with people that we might not necessarily choose to be in relationship with, but we have to be. Um, So if we're thinking about, you know, people that we have to collaborate with for work, you know, we might not have chosen to be employed with them, but for whatever reason, we've got to figure out how to work with them. We could think about those others in this space as well. 
So think about your relationships. How do you uh, come into contact with people? What are your assumptions? What are your expectations about how relationships work and how they should work? Um, We all, probably most people, have an idea of like how we want relationships and our own assumptions and expectations. And I don't know about you, but for me at least, I often, you know, just see my own assumptions and expectations as normal. They're coming through my own lens. And um, I don't always remember to remember that other people might have their own assumptions and expectations about how we do things, right? So what are the ways that you have learned about yourself in relationship? How do you set yourself up uh, for them and in them? And as you consider this question, uh, think back to 2018, July of 2018, the last two years, and consider what's been going on for you and your relationships. And then you might also want to think back to 2009 to 2011, which is the last time that um, we had eclipses in this axis in the way that they are um, now. And, and as they have been for the last two years. So eclipses are really powerful phenomena, of course, um, in the visual sky and in the symbolic landscape of astrology, eclipses pertain to uh, karma and evolution, the ways that we um, learn about ourselves through recurring situations, the momentum of the past that gives way to the present and the future. And Of course, relationships are an amazing place to watch this kind of evolution happen because we have experiences that repeat again and again and again or are very similar in certain ways. Um, And those experiences bring us into consciousness about the kinds of relational contracts that we enter into or the relational habits that we have. Um, And right now, this season, this year, this is a really powerful, pivotal time for you to be coming into consciousness about relationship. And again, I want you to think about any any realm of relationship, but especially the people who you are uh, working in tandem with in some way consistently, where you have to come to the negotiating table regularly, where compromise is something you're trying to figure out, where you're trying to figure out how to get along in a sustained manner. You are learning something about yourself. And over the course of cancer season, you're learning something about your emotional needs. You're learning something about communication. You're learning something about listening uh, to yourself and to others. You're learning about other people's emotional needs and how you might um, want to check in with your own assumptions, expectations, habits, patterns around their emotional needs. The language of emotion is a powerful language. It's something that doesn't really get articulated in words. Words can be really helpful to give voice to emotion, but emotion is so personal. It's so subjective. It's very uh, vibrational, right? It is something that can really take over our entire bodies and (laughs) it's hard to talk about. It doesn't really make sense in the logical sphere. And I think that this is a time that you're learning quite a lot about how you are actually very capable of reading energy, how you are very capable of um, uh, a high degree of literacy in the non-logical energetic sphere. And there's an integration that wants to happen between your capacity in reading energy and being very sensitive to the energetic sphere and how you are functioning in relationship. Now, 
as Venus turns direct in Gemini, which happens on um, June 25th, uh, you are also being called into greater, deeper awareness with your own values, with your value systems, um, and how your values and your value systems shape your day-to-day. Your day-to-day includes your schedule, your rhythm, your uh, responsibilities, how you are working, how you're laboring, how you're taking care of yourself. Now, your everyday and the realm of, um, you know, your energy, your energy expenditure and how you're taking care of yourself uh, fully support your relationships. And of course, um, your relationships have a lot to do with your everyday. And so something seems to be happening where there's uh, some kind of recognition, I feel like, for you about ways that you are wanting to support yourself and be in relationship with your own life so that you can be in relationship with others um, in uh, a new way. Probably not entirely new, but like the next chapter, the next chapter of your evolution, of your ongoing Uh, wisdom and ability to be in relationship in in a way that feels good. Um, It needs you to be taking care of yourself. It needs you to be, um, you know, checking in with your own needs regularly, to be meeting your own needs, to be working with um, your own balance, your own sense of inner equilibrium. And you balancing yourself, working within yourself, helps you to come into balance with the people who you are working to be in relationship with. Um, As Mars moves into Aries um, at the end of June, it is going to stay in Aries for a, a long time, much longer than usual due to its upcoming retrograde, which begins in September. And it is bringing a lot of, of movement and activity into the, the part of your chart that speaks to home, family, um, biography, lineage, ancestry. And the feeling that I get here is that this, this work around relationality, this work around taking care of yourself is lending uh, a kind of courage and also a necessity, which may include a kind of necessary ferocity for you to clean up in your home life, to clear up in your home life. So if there are um, uh, conversations that need to be had, boundaries that need to be set, um, you know, grievances that need to be aired, decisions that need to be made, these are um, really coming up for examination um, as cancer season begins, as the next couple of months unfold, and as we move into um, the rest of the year following this this transit of Mars through Aries. Um, the work that you can do in these next couple of months to clear your foundation is phenomenal. And whatever comes through in these next 30 days about changes that need to be made in terms of how you are relating or awareness of habits and patterns in relationship that you're ready to change, Um, clarity for yourself in terms of how you want to be taking care of yourself and living your day to day, this is all going to help you make some 
some big foundational changes. Now, I don't know what this is going to look like. Um, it's going to look different for, for every Capricorn. For some of you, it's going to be, you know, like finally finishing that home project that you've been working on for forever. Some people might need to um, have some really big conversation with a parent. Someone else might need to move. But when it comes to your sense of, of home, family, foundation, belonging, foundational experiences that really underlie, again, your day-to-day, -day, how you're taking care of yourself and how you're relating with others, um, you have some momentum, you have some energy to work with. And if there are things that need to happen or changes that need to be made, you are ready to do it. I want to say that this has a, a hugely healing potential. Um, there's a lot of support for you right now really to be getting closer with yourself, to be understanding a lot more about who you are and what you need and where you're coming from and why. And there's also a need for you to work skillfully with discernment um, to not project onto people, to really work to listen, to understand your own part in things. Um, if you're, you know, in getting into arguments, into like they said, they said, or into polarization where there's conflict and it feels like two opposing viewpoints are clashing. Um, that's kind of a cue for you that you are participating in that clash a little bit and you want to work to um, harmonize your interior. You don't need to get into like compulsive, addictive arguments right now. And if you find that other people are trying to get into that with you, you don't need to engage it. There's something new that wants to happen. There's a kind of, um, I, I want to say like a, a confidence that is combined with clarity that really wants to open up in your life right now, that wants to, to help usher you into a very new experience in your, your foundational body and how you're taking up space and how you're anchoring in the spaces that you're in, in your relational body and um, in the world in general. So as we go through this month, please remember that the individual and the collective are always working together. There are so many important issues arising in our world right now. And anything that I spoke to in the personal also is work that you are doing in the collective. And you want to really stay open to what's happening in the collective sphere and what's being mirrored in terms of um, relationship, politics, argument, foundational issues as the collective sphere is working um, on resolution, on integrity, on healing, uh, so are all of us as individuals. And we have to, to attend to the personal with the collective, the internal with the external all the time. Um, so to those ends and to support all of us and you in this work um, of cancer season, please join me for a brief meditation and embodiment um, uh, to support these aims. So this embodiment meditation is um, probably useful for any time. If it resonates for you, you can always come back to it. You can modify it, adapt it, and include it in whatever ways are intuitive and natural. And this is also a practice offered specifically for cancer season and the astrology of cancer season um, this year in 2020. So this is really simple. Um, basically, we're going to move our awareness um, between the outer layers of our bodies uh, and the inner 
volume of our bodies. And there's no need to know any names, um, just a need to bring your felt sense and your attention first into your skin, the most outer layer of your body. And as you do that, um, notice your shape, your posture, how you're holding your body. Feel into your form as you sense and feel. Uh, try not to judge or make any kind of statements to yourself about what you're feeling. Just be curious about it. Notice where you feel a lot of sensation as well as where there might be some blank spots. Oftentimes there are whole big parts of my body that are just hard to, hard to sense and that's fine. Um, just notice where they are. And then once you've brought attention to your outer body, bring attention to your inner body. And the inner body is everything inside your external layer and shape. So everything inside your skin, everything inside your skeleton. And in this inner space, we want to include, of course, all of the tissues, the fluids of the body, but also the energetic and emotional space. And then really let your awareness come into your chest and your belly. And as your awareness comes into your chest and your belly, you might notice any sensations that are present in your body, sensations in your organs, passing sensations like hunger, feeling your breath. And then please also notice any emotional sensations that are there, any energetic sensations that are there. And the invitation right now is for everything to be included, everything to be invited. So just as with the outer body, if you find any sensations, try not to label them or judge them, but get very curious about where they are, how they feel, and what they're expressing. Try and fill your inner body with presence. As you fill your inner body with your presence and your awareness, you can also imagine filling your inner body um, with your kind of occupation. Um, I don't mean your job, I mean occupying your, yourself, occupying this space. And this is especially for any places that feel hidden or unseen or invisible, any spaces that might feel collapsed or compressed or oppressed. So really let your inner body be spacious and full and bring your curiosity, your attention, and just your loving awareness, your accepting awareness into your inner body. And again, that includes any physical sensations as well as any energetic or emotional sensations. 
Now you can continue with this practice in a lot of different directions. So you could take this into movement. <clears throat> you could feel the way that this awareness might start to influence or even support your outer body, your posture, your form, your expression, your energy in the world. You can also take this into a deeper inquiry and exploration when you find sensations in your inner body that seem like they're rich and layered and maybe have a lot of things going on. Um, just take some time to bring your awareness around them. Really try and listen. Listen to what you're holding. Listen to what wants to be expressed. And then follow intuitively what your inner body is asking of you. It might ask you to move. It might ask you to take up more space. It might ask you to express a feeling. And it might just need your reflection, your witnessing, and your time. So that's it. That's the awareness practice. And try it out this month of cancer season as we go through the Mercury retrograde in cancer. It's a great um, embodiment to work with Mercury retrograde in cancer as an energy. I'll include something similar to this and a lot of other embodiment practices in the new moon, solar eclipse, and cancer season attunement on June 21st. And that's a live event that will also be recorded with a, a longer and um, more nuanced embodiment practice for cancer season. So if you'd like more like this, then check that out. And excerpts of that will be included in the Cancer Season Embodied Astrology podcast, Holding Space for Transformation. That comes out on June 22nd. And lots of other offerings from Embodied Astrology, including a month ahead calendar and extended forecast, are all available for you by sliding scale and donation at embodiedastrology.com. I'm wishing you all the best in Cancer Season and beyond. Much love and bye for now.